This is Talk the Walk, the official podcast of the Waukee Community School District presented by Unity Point Health Des Moines. My name is Amy Varco, Executive Director of Communications for Waukee Community School District. And today our guests are James Biscaglia and Addie Herrick. Welcome aboard, guys. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Yeah. So this year we're here, historic week here in the state of Iowa and in the Waukee Community School District. ADM and Van Meter. Um, The Iowa Girls Athletic Union Board of Directors voted unanimously to sanction girls wrestling as the 11th sport last year for girls. And to date, I think this number is around, right, around 60 schools have committed to having a girls wrestling program. And it shows over a thousand girls are going to be participating this year in girls wrestling at the high school level representing 185 schools. That's about half the schools will have girls wrestling this year. Um, Tell me a little bit about, bowling was the last one, if anybody's curious, to be added, and that was in 2007. So we are about 15 years late to getting girls wrestling. Um, And with the history of wrestling in Iowa, Iowa's the 34th state to actually add girls wrestling. Coach, I'm gonna kind of kick it over to you. Tell me, A, the, the excitement behind it, but B, why do you think it took so long? Well, I, I don't know that it took so long um, in regards to the, the amount of participation that we had at the youth level, um, because I've been part of watching that grow. Um, and so there was infrastructure in place at the, at the youth level before the association sanctioned. Um, and, and so the timing, I think, is really good. If you look at the growth at the youth level, um, there was a, a lot of tournaments that had been started. There were more and more tournaments at the youth level that were having girls-only divisions. Um, there was a girls' state championship with both of the major organizations that um, have wrestling championships in Iowa. And, and so I think there was always an eye towards watching what's going on at the lower level. Um, and then you started to see uh, more and more girls that were getting involved in the sport at the high school level, even at, as a co-ed op- opportunity. And you were seeing more and more girls be successful. We had more and more state qualifiers that were girls. We had a state place winner that was a girl. Um, so I, I think there were just a lot of steps that uh, had to take place to go through a process. And then on top of that, um, once they sanctioned, uh, I, I think the Girls Association has done a very good job of thinking through the ways to make this successful. Um, because there's programs like ours that that are fortunate enough um, through co-op agreements and the like to have over 30 girls out. So, you know, the experience that I want for these girls is is going to be very similar to the experience that the boys have. That That's always been... One of my goals is to, to allow them to experience duels, to allow them to experience tournaments, and to allow them to experience the same number of matches that a uh, either a JV wrestler or a varsity wrestler would have if they were in a boys program. Um, but at the same time, I think the association recognized that not all schools are going to either be able to do that because of distance or because of um, the number of participants. And so they've they've really sent out the message to the districts um, that there's a wide range of ways to get girls involved in girls wrestling while it's now going through its, its beginning stages of growing as a program. And, and so um, there's, 
there's opportunities for many schools to come together and put together a scramble. Um, there's opportunities for larger schools to uh, wrestle with a number of smaller schools in a bracket type um, environment. So, so they've really thought their way through how to give uh, all of the programs an opportunity to su succeed as opposed to just large programs or co-op programs. Tell me a little bit about how Raccoon River is comprised and how that came to be. Well, it came to be because we have some great people in all four districts that, that recognize, and, and really I, I can't even list everybody because I'll leave people off, but all of the ADs um, had uh, a meeting last spring to talk, when I say all the ADs, I'm talking about ADM, Waukee, Northwest, and Van Meter, um, all came together. Um, had some preliminary conversations about what a, a, a co-op program will look like. Um, then uh, the, the school boards that sanctioned it um, were very open-minded about um, what a co-op program would look like. Um, the superintendent, I mean, there, there were multi-levels of individuals that were involved in coming up with a creative concept like Raccoon River Wrestling that allows these girls to identify with their home district and also identify as a girl wrestler on a girls team um, without saying, hey, you know, I go to Waukee, but I'm at Northwest, or I go to Van Meter, but I'm at Northwest, or, or Waukee, or what have you. Um, and so the concept has been from the get-go that, that all of the schools are participating, all of the schools are representing their school on this team. Our, um, our In fact, our singlet has all four logos on it. Um, and, and that was, at that time, to those of us that were creating the program, important because it became a recruiting tool. Um, we didn't want, we wanted the girls to feel like they were being part of something big and that they are pioneers, and I keep telling them this over and over again, they're pioneers in the world of wrestling. I mean, they're gonna have daughters 20, 30 years from now, um, you know, that, that they're gonna be able to say, we were part of starting this. And, and I don't think, as the numbers have shown, I mean, you read them yourself, this isn't gonna get smaller. It's only gonna get bigger. It's gonna grow, and um, as, as more and more girls realize that they enjoy competition, at, at in this type of sport, um, it's it's going to be the type of thing that we're just going to continue to see growth in it, and um, these girls will be able to say, "Hey, I was I was part of starting that." Now, I don't want to take credit away from the girls that were willing to put on shoes and go out and wrestle in boys programs. Um, they I I know most of them at least from the last decade, um, and they really uh, cut their teeth, so to speak on the girls' wrestling program. And, and so they paved the way for these girls. But now, now, it's, you know, now it's to these girls to, um, to take it from a sanctioned sport to a really successful sanctioned sport. And um, it was important to us to be able to allow them to do that as representatives, not only of one school or, or one district, but of all the schools and all the districts. And I think it's made a huge difference in our recruiting. That's awesome. Addie, I'm going to kick it over to you. What does it mean to you to hear that, being a pioneer, being part of a first? Um, what does that mean to you when you hear that? Yeah. Um, I mean, that's one of the reasons why I kind of wanted to go out for wrestling in the first place. Like, 
Scoglia has been drilling it into our heads that, you know, this is something that we get a start and it's something that's going to be carried on into the future. And that's really something that like kind of sits in the back of your mind and makes you want to push yourself hard and ex to succeed and like make the sport known as a good thing because I know a lot of girls are hesitant to go out, but it's really a great thing in I'm super excited for what's to come this season. Were you one of the athletes that were wrestling the boys or have you, how long have you been wrestling? Um, this is gonna be my first year actually, okay. yeah. Um, my parents were hesitant to let me go out in the past just because, you know, it's kind of awkward with the whole, there's not a girls mm -hmm. section until this year. So I think that's kind of really why I went out because it got sanctioned. And I know that's the reason for a lot of other girls, especially those that come from wrestling families like mine, they just, don't want to be going against the boys. Mm -hmm. And it's camaraderie. So you have, you know, yeah, I'm going to do it too. It's my first year. And you're bringing in, you know, other athletes and friends and recruitment. Um, what When you tell your friends or your family, hey, I'm going to wrestle this year, what, what's their reaction to you? Overall, I've gotten a really positive reaction. I get a lot of, like, respect, I feel like just because it's something that you don't normally hear and it kind of shocks people at first, but I think that they think very highly of it because it's something new and not a lot of people are doing it. So it's awesome to hear their positive responses and it's almost like validation that you're kind of doing something good and starting something new. But yeah, overall it's been like really welcoming from everybody and I haven't had any negative responses. Thank you so much. We are going to take a quick break and then we are going to come back with Coach and Addie. Um, but first, a word with our official sponsor of Talk the Walk, Unity Point Health Des Moines. We're here with Dr. Christine Davis of Unity Point Clinic Family Medicine Kettlestone. Dr. Davis, a two-part question for you. Why is it important to get a mammogram and why is it important to be timely with the mammograms? So I think let's start with the definition. What is a mammogram? A mammogram is an x-ray of the breast. It is the most common screening test for breast cancer. It is really important because breast cancer is the most common non-skin cancer in women. One out of every eight women gets it and it accounts for 30% of all new cancer diagnoses in the U.S. Some women have even higher risk if their, for example, mother or sister had breast cancer. Finding breast cancer early can allow for better treatment and can keep you from dying from the cancer. Women should have a mammogram every one to two years, but when to start these depends on your age and whether you have a high risk of developing breast cancer. Your doctor can help you decide um, at what age you should start and stop a mammogram and how often you should get one. Some women should start at age 30, some should start at 40, and some could start at even late as 50. The US Preventative Services Task Force recommends a mammogram every two years from the ages of 50 to 74 for an average risk woman, but you need to talk to your primary care provider, either in family medicine, internal medicine, or OB-GYN to determine your screening recommendations. That's Dr. Christine Davis of Unity Point Clinic Family Medicine, Kettlestone. We are back with the members of the first official girls program, Raccoon River Wrestling, which is comprised of Waukee, Northwest, ADM, and Van Meter. Um, Coach, what are you looking forward to most this year? Well, I, that's an, a real easy answer. I'm looking forward to the growth of, of the, the girls, the program. Um, I'm excited that we're going to have duels that that's really exciting in that I think you asked a little bit about camaraderie before to me that's one of the places where all the you know you don't even have to be in the duel but you know that the person that you're working with is in the duel and you're part of that success 
when there's success. Um, and so I, I'm looking forward to watching all of these girls come together and grow together in a sport. And for most of them, they're all beginners. I, I, I mean, they're, I think we have between middle school and high school, 50 girls out, and it's about 30 to 35 right now in the high school. It grows like, I can't even keep track of how many there are. Um, and um, um, I, I've already watched them start to make friends amongst themselves um, as, as they're coming together. And I'm watching, we have about 10 girls that have wrestled before and uh, about 40 girls that have not. And watching girls that have done it before, helping girls that haven't done it before, um, you know, try to share, hey, this is what I've been doing uh, and I'm wanting to welcome you into my sport now. Uh, it's just been incredible to see that. I, I mean, obviously, we want to see a good season. We want to see great results. But at the end of the day, what I want to see is um, what I've seen for years with boys is these girls grow inside the sport. Addie, what about you? What are you looking forward to most this year? I would agree. I think that just like getting to know all the people from all the different districts is super cool. And that's what I've been really looking forward to, just making friends through that. And also just like the mental and physical aspects of it. Like it's a completely different sport than anything else that you can do in the girls sports district, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, and it's been super fun so far. So I'm just looking forward to like learning all types of new stuff and being able to put that out on the map. All right, we are gonna do a few rapid fire questions. So just first thing that comes to your mind, short and sweet, favorite wrestler? Kale Sanderson. David Carr. What other sport is your favorite to either participate in or to watch? Soccer. I'd have to say volleyball or softball. Do you guys have, maybe this one's more for Addie, a pre-meet ritual yet, knowing you haven't had a meet yet? Sure. Um, yeah, we haven't had any meets yet, but I plan on just trying to, like, spend time with my team before. And I'm a big Christian, so I plan on, like, just kind of praying before and using that to ease my mind. Did you have one when you were wrestling, a pre-meet Well, oh, I still have one, one today. I take a breath. Awesome. <laughs> Even when I'm coaching. That's a good advice. Almost in life. Just take a breath. Um, what is your favorite post-practice or meat snack? Cheez-Its. Water. <laughs> Last question, and we'll wrap up. One word to describe your team this year. I'd say unity. I mean, our motto is together we rise, and I feel like that's kind of come into play more and more. Like I've met a lot of new girls and I think it's just awesome that we have just that unity already with us being just a starting program. And what's awesome is to hear that because that's absolutely, I've already talked about it. That's what we are. We're one. When is your first meet and how can people come support you? So that's a complex question and that, um, whether it's a duel or a scramble or what have you, but we are going to be wrestling, um, I believe it's November 15th at Northwest, um, and that's a scramble. So all of the girls on the team will be participating. Um, it's not a duel meet, it's, it's a different format where we match up girls of similar um, size and, and similar background with the sport. 
um, and all of the CIML schools will be there. So it'll be a great opportunity to watch all the girls from the metro area wrestling. Well, we're excited. We're excited to support you, watch you. We wish you the best of luck this season. And thank you for joining us on our Talk the Walk podcast. And thanks to our official presenting sponsor, Unity Point Held Des Moines. We'll be back with another episode of Talk the Walk in just a few weeks. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Talk the Walk, the official podcast of the Waukee Community School District, presented by Unity Point Health Des Moines.